Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. In this season, we are playing through Ocean Horn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm. In our last episode, we faced our fears and we swam around in dark, murky water. And we maybe came across a giant mech that I guess, like, we need to just throw that out there really quick. Um, That is Ocean Horn that is is circling around there. Uh Uh-huh. Brian and I mentioned it in like we we skirted around it in the last episode because yeah. we wanted to avoid talking about as much as we could in terms of like what is hiding underneath this it's, dark it's water. Kind of like what I thought was down there, but well, then again, the you know, just my... down there, and then there's a giant fish down there as well. So it's like there's... okay, so I didn't come across the giant fish. I can't. I only saw the mech. I mean, it it doesn't matter what's down there. My brain can put anything down there. I think I said in uh, in the episode, like, Delago could be down there for all I know. Like, Resident Evil 4 enemies could be down there for all I, I care. Like, I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to be there. It's it's a position I don't want to be in. I did get in Oceanhorn's way, and it just immediately vaporizes you. Oh! <laughs> if you get hit by it, it just, you're just, like, dead immediately. Yes. Oh. It, it's funny. That happened to me uh, in this episode. We'll get to it. So what we really needed to do, if you remember, we killed some crystals. Um, for some reason, they, they were there. They were quote-unquote sentient. They were alive. I don't know why. They were alive. We killed them. We took that away from them. Uh, and then that opened up a gate underneath the water where we could get into Uthika. That's the pronunciation I'm going with, and I don't want to talk about that pronunciation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about other pronunciations we get, later. <laughs> we get more. We got pronunciations to talk about. Mm. So we get in this temple, um, and I don't know. It's very much like every other temple. Uh, the theming is different this time. We do a lot of swimming underwater. I'm kind of disappointed with the lack of puzzles in this game, if I'm being honest. like even There's not even enough, like I think, button puzzles like the the first mm. game had a lot of that even i I'm, I'm it's weird i'm missing the old pushing the block puzzles okay, of I the first game those. Uh, i i had this thought too is is because the puzzles i don't like the puzzles they even do have in here like the so for the switch puzzles at least they they have established those in a way that like they introduce them they're like hey here's going to be switches when you see them you should think to interact with them and look for what it's changed but there's puzzles in here where they're not introduced and it leads to when I was I was talking before about how long I've spent in this game as long as you Jeremy and I don't have a bunch of the completion stuff you have because I will sit in a room for like 30 minutes going what do they want me to do they they they're introducing an idea right now and and I don't understand like what I'm supposed to do with this idea. So I have to sit there and like try and figure it out. And it's really annoying. Uh, did you guys... Uh, okay, so I know you probably did, but did you actually pay attention? When we get in this dungeon, Trin and Jin will not shut up. <laughs> like, they just unloaded so much lore about... Apparently, this is this is the origin point of all the guild people. Like, this is where the guild folk evolved from like this is their primordial ooze their birthing place yeah they call it like uh, but the they birth kept chamber. talking but i think that's kind of that's the same thing that uh iron talon said of the last beacon like that's the whole thing uh-huh. like, the beacons are <laughs> oh god the the forge from with from which all the the races were born so i i wasn't upset by it because they weren't wouldn't stop talking. actually when i as soon as i got in i was like okay I need you guys to start talking because what are we doing? What are we here doing? 
and See, for me, and then they started was, talking, and they didn't talk about what I wanted to, to hear. They no, started exactly. dropping lore. For me, it was when you're trying to find a parking spot and you turn down the volume of your of your music. Yeah, and but like you couldn't turn them down, and so I'm trying to take this. It was just it was a sensory overload thing mm. for me, where I'm like, they're talking. It actually sounds like it might be like important lore information that I'm I'm hearing right now. If I care about hearing those things, you know, in general. The stuff they say doesn't matter because you get in this dungeon and you do the same things that you've done in the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had another problem where uh, last week I got into the dungeon. We, If you remember, we had to swim in, swim back up, and open a door to let our party in. And yeah. then I stopped the game. And so I forgot about the swimming in and letting them in. And so now I've started at the top, and I think that the chamber that we're in is filled with water and I see a computer down there underwater and I'm like, okay, we have to drain this somehow to get to that computer, blah, 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 blah. None of that is a thing, but I forgot, I forgot the process I went through to get to this point. And so I was stuck in there for a little bit. That computer doesn't do anything, by the way, we completely skip past it. No, that computer uh, is what raised the water initially. It raises and lowers the water level. Oh, well, no, just lower, lowers the water level yeah okay um yeah that that is not going to be we bring this up don't think that that's going to be an important part of this dungeon it's not uh mm-hmm. i think it happens one other time yeah it's not a theming for this at all there is the no theming water is, level no that well yeah we we clear every we clear out this water level to make it a regular dungeon yeah um and we get into there and we're tasked with the same thing as before where we got to find the three gold spheres and bring them to their 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 spot to open up the gate that we need to go to this one had so it was it was complicated in a way because i didn't understand the mechanics of it one mm-hmm. of the spheres is is in the vents above yeah. you there's, and there's two that that are actually in there's vents. two that you have to do the, yes but and you have to crawl have, through the air ducts for one of them Right. And so what you what you have to do with these two is shoot them. We've never had to shoot anything yes. to interact with the <laughs> physics of them. That's what do you obviously That's how I got you them. You only down. had to shoot one. Yeah. No, there were two. Well, I grabbed the other I one. I had to sh- grabbed. How did I grab I went and grabbed the first one, the one where you jump up into the air ducts. Um uh, like I I think there was a there was a switch that was a uh, misdirection switch like and then a, and then a real one and i i just grabbed it okay so for that one what i did is i hit the switch to turn the air ducts to go one way mm-hmm. then i crawled into the air ducts and in first person crawling mode yeah. shot the ball down it in order to for it to hit the the wind that's pushing through there oh, okay. and then it fell out of that that might have been I, what they wanted you to do i just walked up there and pushed it out of the push but there out. was a grate in front of it there's a hole in front of it. Yeah, you just drop down there the was, hole. Yeah, and and the grate probably gets moved by one of the switches because there's a couple of them. So so one and it I, turns the air off or something. Yeah, there's one switch that changes. We all do it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we all do it differently. We all do, yeah, it, but yeah, you can walk up there and just push it through the, an opening. Yeah. Okay. Because you can grab things in first person, which is funny to me. Like when you're underwater, you can do everything else you, in first person. You can and grab it's just stuff. Odd. I I prefer yeah. being in first person. I don't have to like deal with my awkward model, so that's fine. The other one, though, you do have to shoot, mm-hmm. and it sends it down this this way through a vent, and then it appears. In I, a was so spot. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, "That's it." I tried to jump to it. I was like, well, I don't know what you want from me. And yeah, just shoot it. Just shoot it. I figured it out pretty quickly, but I was not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to jump. It's like, oh, I can't reach it. I guess I'll shoot it. Can I, I shoot these things? I can throw them. So I guess I can shoot them. Right. It, it, it's like in the first one, when we threw a ball, it would have been nice if there was a puzzle where you had to throw something over a fence that you could see through to something over there that would activate something else to be like, hey, just so you know, you should be thinking about throwing stuff in this for later. But they don't introduce these things. They don't introduce these ideas. They just go, oh, that's a cool idea, and they implement it. Yeah. Uh, the third one, you have to lower some water 
that's the thing. You swim up to an area, you turn the water off, and then you can carry the ball back. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the law. Lo- it's the, like the furthest one away, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you just carry that thing all the way back. You have to chuck it up uh, a level that is way above you. And mm-hmm. the whole time I was nervous, I was like, is it going to fade away? Again. Am I going to like, <laughs> like, am I have to get up there? It probably will. If you let it sit there long enough, it mm-hmm. probably will fade away. So we get all of those orbs put into there that opens up the area for us. Um, and this basically just like leads us into the boss. Like that was it. It was uh, when we were talking about the scheduling out these episodes, um, I was thinking like at a point where I'm like, okay, that the, the reef that we were on before this, that's the dungeon. And in a way it kind of is like, because this part is so short at the end, but I guess Mm -hmm. it's really all depends on your definition of what a dungeon is. Right. Right. I mean, this is the, Um, this is the, it would be the overworld section where, you know, you do, you dance with the Gorons and play Goron baseball and do all that stuff to get to the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this leads us into Yermala, um, my Yermila, Yermala, Yermila. <laughs> um, wh- this was okay. So I love him very much. I think he's adorable. He's a, he's a, he's an adorable baby boy. I felt so guilty fighting him. Um, this is a giant turtle, uh, that shoots poison and has like, I, it wasn't really he, part of it, but it looks like, like it has a lava belly. Yeah he, yeah, he, like, breathes poison at you and shoots, like, these fire orbs out of his back cannons. <laughs> he also just steps on your uh, teammates, kills them instantly. Yeah. This this was another... Finish the fight, BC. In this battle, there are two levels. You have sort of the floor area that Yermala is, is walking around on. Then there's a ring above it that has like a hook that you can grapple onto. Mm-hmm. So I immediately am just like, well, I'm going to spend all my time up here. For obviously, the most part, yeah. Because this giant turtle can't reach me up here. So I didn't see, my, I mean, my teammates did nothing, um, th- which is, I could say that for a lot of si- I mean, situations for Trin them. I mean, throws you um, ammo, but that's about it for me sure yeah but in order to in order to hurt your mala you have to do this thing that it does this cute thing or if you stand there it hops up like a like a dog trying to get up on a counter to see like what are you doing up there (laughs) and i thought it was so adorable i didn't even care that he was poisoning us yeah i never actually got close enough to the poison to get hit um i did the first time and mm -hmm. then i was like okay this is is how he attacks up here i don't know what the poison does other than hurt you maybe an extended amount of hurt but yeah. This uh, this section has one of my favorite collectibles that we've seen so far, uh, which, like, because you essentially need your gun for this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you walk around on the floor, there's little shining replenishing spots that will uh, give you ammo. And mm-hmm. one's called, like, I forget if it's Tiny Warhead or Old Warhead or something. <laughs> it's like you pick up part of a missile and it gives you, like, gun. seven bullets. It's so oh ridiculous. wow! Really? Yeah. Oh yeah! It was going crazy with like refilling me. It was. It was actually. I'm like, did I do something to this gun? Did I upgrade it? Because I do have like charge. I've been trying to put on all my all my guns charge all the way up because mm-hmm. that does let you. I believe. Well, yeah. Char- charge will just get make it uh, quicker to to redo to to load your gun so, back up basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just had the realization as we were talking. I'm like, nope, that's not what that was. This was a specific ammo that gave you a whole bunch right which would have been nice if i if i had known that i was gathering ammo up top because uh i'm, I'm curious to know how you guys beat up your your Minalia. okay so yeah what you have to do is when your mala jumps up on there you need to go around the side and use your electric to tether the little spark thing that it has on its back with the spark thing that's up on the wall mm-hmm. and that will get it to like be stunned and fall backwards yeah but then that leaves while, while him he's open doing to his attack. little countertop dog thing yes and that leaves him open to attack but it's like i don't bc how did you damage him at this point so i there were two things i did and uh we can talk about it later but before i actually started this dungeon i went back and collected a bunch of just like a bunch of items and shards and things because I was worried Mm -hmm. about whether or not we were going to get, you know, railroaded into the end game after we completed this. Sure. And and so I had, um, I had a lot of charge shards on my gun. And also I 
threw a super strong attack shard and a charge shard on my fire spell. So I basically, he has these, like, the the things we've seen before, which are like these, like, cysts or whatever that are like the weak point, like these weird boil-looking things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have to hit those, but they're too high off the ground to hit with your sword. So you've got to... There's gotta, like one you can with, reach with your sword. Yeah, you, you got to hit them with either your gun or fire. And I found yeah, fire yeah. does a lot of damage because you can hit them with fire. It stays and does like area of effect damage for a while. Exactly. And then, so I hit him like every time I would shoot a fire, uh, fire spell, let that burn him and then switch to my gun and just shoot him. Okay. So we all basically came to the same conclusion on this. Yeah. I used my gun. I tried my sword. I, I would, yeah, I would, Use fire, and then while fire was going, switch over to regular bullets, and then just shoot mm-hmm. the bullets. It didn't. I don't. It wasn't. It didn't feel efficient in any no. way. Yeah. But it got the job done. No, I, I, I did. Had no luck. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I was about to say. I I tried throwing a bomb the, at it because uh, they would just in the first game would immediately explode on contact. Yeah. In this I was game, just they about to bring that up. You can't even. You can't even cook your bombs in this one. You can't even hold them. No until the last second and try and get a well-timed throw to where it explodes on when it reaches him. I do love when we get these scenarios where you have, uh, you have the high ground over a couple enemies and you can throw a bomb down there and they will look at it and just be like, you'll see like question marks over their head and just be like, what is this? Thing oh, I've, and then it blows up and I'm like, that's just fun. I had some <laughs> awesome moments with that uh, later in this episode where I took out an entire room in one shot with a bomb and, and it was really great. So let's go ahead and wrap up your mala. Uh, we do all that. You can also him. hurt him while he's just walking around. If he's oh. on the ground. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Maybe you have to to flip him on his side at least once to get the malignant whatever to show up. Um, but after that point, they're just kind of on his tum-tum. And you can get down and, and shoot him. Um you got to be really careful, though, because if you get anywhere near his his tummy, he will uh, vaporize you, much like Oceanhorn did, and you'll have to restart the fight <laughs> over. So uh, that's uh, that's another final dungeon boss that I've had to restart the damn fight in the middle of. So uh, we're going to take a break right here. Uh, when we get back, we'll we'll see what happens now that we defeated Yermala. Come on in. What can I get you? Sure, I've heard of Hair of the Dogcast. They're that podcast about video games and beer. From the latest gaming headlines to diving deep into the games of yesterday to sampling and reviewing craft beer from all over the world, Hair of the Dogcast is here for the gamer and beer lover in all of us. Available weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hello, my name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favourite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. Okay, so we are back. We defeated Yermala. We come out to the top of Uthaka, and then... Princess Finn is just like, let's go ahead and put this back. Everything's at peace. Steel Scale comes up and goes, my bad. And then we move on. I love you. <laughs> You're cool. He's like, I wish you would have known. I wish I would have known that you were going to help us. And I was like, I told you. Not only we did tried I try to explain it to you. Yeah. We said, we'll kill these sentient crystals for you. But I know you don't like that idea. So we'll also kill the turtle. Up front, we said that. Also, there's a there's a plaque uh, outside. It's like one of those tourist plaques that uh, said um, that there is a city. That city that they talk about in the first game is still down there. They they reference it, and um, we just we just can't see it. They'll never let us see it. <laughs> uh, this is where I only know now that we were basically prompted by um, uh, Mayfair, old dad that this might be a point of no return. Uh, or at the very least, there's going to be uh, a lot that goes on that we're not going to be able to freely explore. But he doesn't word it in that way. No. Um, and, and this is why he is not uh, over by Yellowbird, by our ship. He is, he's kind of got like a picnic going. He's got like a bottle of wine and a book. And he's just kind of <laughs> sitting on a blanket, like waiting for us. 
Because I, I, he's like, let's go. Let's get out of here. And I'm like, all right. And I headed, I went to the ship and he wasn't there. And I'm like, well, where are you, dad? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? But yeah, he's off over like just kind of hanging out. Well, I had, par- I had partially known because I, I talked to the two of you because I saw like ocean horn underneath the water. And I was like, why is there a giant mech here? Because there's mm-hmm. no reference to ocean horn being there. Beforehand. They never bring it up. Um, but uh, it's really hard to gauge how important these scenes will be. You know, like <laughs> y- y- we, you say, okay, now in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, ocean. We had ocean horn, the titular uh, beast, uh, here with us, ready to go. Of course, something big is going to happen here. But I was just like, maybe this is just where they keep ocean horn, or maybe like, it's just some other kind of it. submersible that uh, that. Uh, Archimedes made, and it's just kind of hanging out around here. Maybe it's not Ocean Horn, you know. Also, why weren't we using Ocean Horn to kill those stupid crystals? Because they're tiny. They're tiny compared to it. Um, mm. But so, what happens is when we tell old Dad that we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, bad guys are here. The Armada and... shows up. We've got we've got a Death Star. We've got Star Destroyers. Well, ocean destroyers. Excuse me, ocean destroyers. <laughs> before that, we have two, one important scene and one comical scene. Um, just in light of everything, is that one Steel Scale apologizes and he's like, "Hey, should have had your back yeah, on this. Yeah. Um, you have you have my axe in the future. You know when we <laughs> have to fight against the uh, the Dark Army." And then two, Jen is basically like. Oh, I'm so, so happy to see you guys, uh, you know, you know, blossom into, into new adventures. And yeah, which I feel like is a normal phrase to say, you know, <laughs> young people blossoming into their, their future selves. Uh, mm-hmm. But then Trin is like, what do you mean blossom? And he's like, oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, don't think anything of it. Which I think is foreshadowing to something that gets revealed at the end of this episode, but it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. Spoiler alert, the end of this episode doesn't make any sense. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought it was weird because he's like, oh, yeah, we have your back if you ever have to fight these dudes. And then... Like back to back they say this, yeah. Yeah, and then yes. those dudes show up and I don't see any Gilman fighting these ships. Well, nope. they mm, they do mention that uh okay, what what we they mention that the other living fortresses are there. But they only mention it in passing. You see right. them. so yes, and so this is where we start to see a bunch of stuff that they've talked about beforehand. What happens is um, when the Armada gets here, Trin tells us to go run to our airship. She pulls out her flute, summons Ocean Horn, and then just kicks butt. We're yeah. literally just hopping from battleship to battleship, shooting lasers at these things. Um, and then also different color uh, Ocean Horns, whatever, like, you, I, I can't remember the name. Well, Sea Lork and whatever the third one. I don't. Was. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, learned the third one's name. Right. I just love Sea Lork. <laughs> I I thought those all just were like those were just the human stuff. I did. I did not take that as those belonged. Those I, were like with I, the other. I just other assumed we have like we have the three good guy races. So I the, just the assumed. humans are so. Sh- the humans are selfish with their their military like they're oh yeah it it seems weird to me that they would give them one of these things i just you know what i maybe unless that's the trade-off i maybe because i'm a nice guy i just thought nice things about the world and i didn't think about archimedes being an awful awful human being so you know yeah you could be right on that one uh I, i also think this this kind of um says that in the first game our our dad uh, his name being Dad is descendant from Trin, then, and not our hero character. I mean, okay, well, he's descended from our hero character too, but Trin is just, Trin's the link because she's the the pilot of Oceanhorn. So that's the, the just you're getting yeah. way ahead of yourself. We I just think that's crazy. Talk more. I just think this. that's crazy. Um. We, yeah, we, we get this whole scene. They kick butt. We are flying around. We're shooting stuff. We're we're 
doing dog fights, all these things. I mean, and then we just go and land on one of these on, for some reason. On the Death Star, even. Yeah. The command ship. Yeah, we I hop on think, the Death Star. Why do we think that's a good idea? <laughs> so uh, we it's can stop the, the largest armada. airship Mayfield's ever seen, and it's his only opportunity to uh, to like end this once and for all. He's like, so let's go. How does that turn out, though? Not um, well. Um, we so we go through this whole thing. We we are inside of their airship now. We're traveling through these halls, fighting enemies, all of that. Brian, I assume this is where you were chucking bombs at, at people. Uh, the, yeah, this I happened, did a lot of that. But this isn't the 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 most awesome, amazing bomb chuck. But yes, yeah, we I definitely did totally mess this uh, mess some dudes up with bombs. But uh, really, like this is just a long. It, it this is just fighting. I don't believe there's any puzzles in this at all. No, it's uh, just, we're just keep going moving. down. There might. I think there's a switch that you hit a couple places that opens a door somewhere. But those are not. That is not a puzzle. That is absolutely not a puzzle. No. Um, we eventually get to an area where Mesmeroth is, and he is. He's at the control panel for this giant airship, um, and you know he, we we get a bunch of sort of. More lore dump, but it's more about like his perspective of yeah. everything that's happening. I, I do like that we get a lot of lore in this episode. I, I like how it's paced out. We it's not just like one moment of here's everything. It's like kind of okay, here's here's a little bit, and then like in a half an hour you get like a little bit more and they keep just kind of giving us little bits of it in you know, in, in kind of big chunks, but it's not like this huge thing that we've seen in other games or where the where and other Zelda likes where the, the bad guy's like, now you learn everything at the last possible moment that we can teach you everything. Yeah, it's pretty close. But um, he yeah. he basically talks about how... Go ahead. What? I, I was just going to say, I feel like this scene and the scene we're going to get later, and I think there's another scene in there, all feels like the end of Matrix 2, uh, where <laughs> it just is spread sense. out. Yes. Yeah. Just spread no, out. Yeah, literally, it's just that, yeah, it's, it's, it is paced better. They do give you, like, chunks, and then you go and you do some stuff and you read some lore. But it's just, like, they keep introducing concepts, like, new things over and over. It's like this and this, and then this thing is actually this. And then, oh, actually, you're this. And, oh, actually, this person is this. Yeah. And it's just, I said it earlier. I was like, this is going to try and do some weird alien stuff that's way out of its league, and they're going to uh-huh. do it poorly. And So here's the thing. It doesn't just do alien stuff. So, yes, we will get to alien stuff. We, we've been hinting at that. But Mesmeroth talks about, like, you blind fools do not know that there is another realm where the gods live beneath our own realm, and mm-hmm. that is what I am aiming for here. And he keeps, like, sarcastically being like, what you call my dark army. We're actually just trying to stop. And he, it is very much still going in that you don't understand. I'm not evil here. I'm trying to stop what, like I'm trying to prevent actual catastrophe. Right. And, and I, you know, I think that he's right. Archimedes is in over his head and doesn't really realize what he's doing. Hashtag Archimedes was right. (laughs) And, but, but then he is also way in over his head and doesn't realize it. Like, uh, and so this other realm, like Mayfair brings up um, that the caster gun, like we know a little bit about it enough (laughs) to, enough to utilize it in these, in these ways. And Archimedes is like trying to keep going with it. And Mesmeroth does not want him to, he's like, Hey dude, we've, who cares? We've got this dome over us. We're safe here. Let's just live here. We have all that we need here. I'm going to destroy all of it because he wants more, because Archimedes wants more. He also, we, we talk a bit more, I think this was hinted at before, where Mesmeroth, well, maybe not this directly, Mesmeroth made Jin. BC brought this up that uh, that Jen is has a has a soul living inside of him. Uh, yes, and apparently Mesmeroth was the one responsible for that process. For Sir Corbin, Sir and, Corbin. Oh yeah, go ahead. And, and like, 
I, I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but it's like we fight Jin in the first game, and now this is the moment where like oh yeah, that's right. Jin transforms into the Dark Apostle that we fought in the first game. Wait, I I because I think I I sort of brought it up in the first episode that um we see that that the Jin robot looks exactly like. The guy that that we fight in the beginning of the uh, in, in towards the beginning of of Oceanhorn one, oh, but then I, the fact that he became Robot Daddy was like, oh, okay, we're we're fine. I, I'm just I just completely forgot about it. Yeah, you're right. That's true. I thought maybe it was gonna be like there's a bunch of robots like Jin since there's this giant robot army, yeah. and he's just one of a model that ends up being mm-hmm. that we end up fighting. But no, it's specifically Jin. So. Yeah, hey, you know, maybe maybe y'all just shrug this off. That's pretty cool. I think so. <laughs> like, mm. I didn't even realize it. Like, that's actually. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool, but it's like it's it's still that kind of George Lucas. It's it's so they rhyme sort of crap. We're like, what? Can oh, we're we... gonna get some more George Lucas stuff. Yes. In a bit. <laughs> well, we already we already got the Death Star and the Ocean Destroyers, but but it, it's like they're pulling things from the first game to like plant into the second game, which you know, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, being a um, prequel, and then, it's just an exercise in dramatic irony because you know everybody's everybody loses at the end of Oceanhorn, right? Pretty much. So, well, I mean, you say lose like winning is dying of old age as opposed to losing is dying younger, right? Like that's <laughs> when when you're talking about like time, that's really what you're fighting against. Civilization loses here. <laughs> um. Then what? Uh, Mez, old Mezzi does a spell that turns Jin back to like him for him, like his own servant. Um, mm-hmm. And there's just nothing that they can do about it. Like it, it, he just flips a switch. Suddenly, Jin is no longer the Jin that we know. Yeah, he, and, he he says it was wrong for me to imprison Sir Corbin's soul in in Jin. So that makes it seem like he just kind of released. His soul and all that's left is a robot that blindly follows Mesmeroth. Uh, yeah, and then after this, they just sort of are like, all right, peace. And they just sort of get out of here. They're like, we've got stuff to do. We have to stop the Grand Corps from being finished. That's the whole yeah. reason we're here. Why we stopped by this place, I don't know. Um, we were, we're, we're supposed to go to the White City. Apparently, we took a detour. Well, yeah, Oceanhorn had this on lock, man. We, we could have just left them alone. Well, I mean, because, like, Uthika is, like, literally in between the the Dark Army headquarters and the White City. Since so it's smack dab in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. So like the White City's is up it, in the northwest, it... and then they're down in, like, the southeast. So they were just okay. flying by. Like, they weren't even... Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I take back what I said. So, uh, we escape out of here. We we get on our plane. We fly off. Um and this is where uh, we get we we get this really weird scene where we go back to where Mezzi's throne room is. Yeah, and he's sitting he's, there. He's li- he's nursing his wounds. And then an Enderman from Minecraft shows up. Yeah, and is basically saying like, it, it kind of reminded me in the Elder Scrolls games when you kill someone like inappropriately for the first time, and then someone from like the the dark hand or whatever it was called appears and are just like i know what you've done there this thing shows up and is just sort of like okay you've done enough would you like some some dark power stuff now and he's just like finally i've been trying to reach you guys for ages yeah he's like you lost your crap's destroyed um but here this will help you so my interpretation of that was that was whatever resides within the mask uh Okay. Yeah. I mean, because cause this thing like, gives him a spell called Triloth, where we, we had Triloth in the first game. Um, yeah, so maybe the Triloth lives in his little special mask. I think it's just connected. I think, I think we're going to see something that it's all just not part of an ancient sort of thing. The mask has something to do with that. The mask is a, a tool used to activate these things. It's the dark uh, side. Yeah, I don't like th- this this creature that showed up. I'm guess you know it's probably an old alien or something, right? Like it's something 
like that that sure. we're gonna get from the in the other realm or whatever. But um, we get back uh, and I I do take it back what I said before because uh, we do get the area open up to us now. Uh, we can we can we're told to go to the White City. Uh, but where we end up is in that big open field area. We can go and do some things. Uh, did you guys go into the graveyard? Yes, absolutely. No, I did not. Oh, because, okay. yeah, he's, he, Mesmeroth mentions that, like, go to, go here. Go to where Sir Corbin's buried or something. Yes. Um, um, and now we have a... Uh, uh, robot daddy is no more so flesh daddy picks up his sword and and now he's I don't like flesh daddy I'm putting guy. that down now I don't like that uh, um, I'm sorry it's just, you know that's just the way it is in ocean Town, man uh-uh. so uh-uh. he's got his battle or now and uh, he'll, he will be our companion which for a second there we lost Trent as a companion and we had robot daddy and flesh daddy as our backup and I was like no! this is all I wanted this is all I wanted I wanted no Trin. And our two dads hanging out with us, so that would have been that would have been preferable. Well, Brian, you're missing out since you didn't go to the graveyard. Okay, yeah, let me there, know. With, there's another optional dungeon. Okay, um, with the reward being the cosmic blade. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and I haven't got a chance to test it too much. <laughs> because I'll, you know, spoiler alert on the for you know in another ten minutes we will have our weapons taken from us, yeah, uh, and that includes this sword. <laughs> but apparently, you know, it's I'm guessing it doesn't specifically say. I just want in video games when it says you found the special sword, it does two point seven five damage or something like that. Yeah, I and I um <clears throat> I don't know. I was doing pretty well on killing things beforehand so i i was like a new sword is nice but i don't know if i'm just killing things or if the new sword is good uh it'd be nice if it even had some kind of special thing that it did right like like zelda's you you slash with it and it shoots something out right like a full health just copy that why didn't you copy that yeah. it makes some big thing about unlocking its true power so maybe it'll be used in a plot point later um but i don't know <sighs> Man, it's going to mm, – I hope that it is not like some post-game stuff, you know? Like you can't even get until the game ends and all it does is power up a sword that you don't even need anymore <laughs> because you've beaten the game. Yeah. Can Can you uh, uh, equip shards to this? Yeah, it just copies whatever you had on your sword previously. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I've, I've got the, the, uh, the other sword at four out of five stars would recommend sort of thing, so – I'm doing okay on my sword. Um, the the things you have to do to get to this to get to the sword are kind of inseparable. You have to do a trial for each of Sir Corbin's uh, ancestors or knightly ancestors. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, I'm trying to think. Like most of them aren't worth mentioning. There's a the shooting one. I was so annoyed with the shooting one's a nightmare, and that took me the longest. And I stopped and did something else, and I came back and did it on the first try. Same, uh, same. And then there's also a kind of annoying, kind of cool platforming section where you have to you have to grab one of those golden orbs and bring it to a platform. But there's these rotating like tunnels that are covered in spikes, so you have to just kind of like navigate these spiked tunnels um as like the i think this as it rotates around you i think this felt a lot like breath of the wilds um what are they called divine beasts shrines? they're the the shrines oh the shrine. i think it felt a lot like a shrine um like doing like three different shrines basically where especially that rotating one felt like something you would see in a Zelda game where you had to carry a thing through all of that, specifically a Breath of the Wild thing. Uh, another thing is I learned that you can only swim in certain water, and if you, the way that you know that you're in water that you can't swim in is that it unequips your diving helmet and you <laughs> It unequips it when? <laughs> so, if As you soon jump, as you hit the water? Yeah, so 
it started because I was like walking around the overworld map and I was trying to like walk across a river or a lake or something instead of, or swim across a river <laughs> instead of right. going across a bridge because it was yeah. a more direct path. And uh, it wouldn't let me, like I was halfway through swimming and it wouldn't let me equip my helmet. And it said, this isn't a great place for diving. So I was like, okay. Uh, and I, I, I drowned. And then so, How about breathing? Is it a good place for breathing, Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm? And then so I was like, okay, well, I'll just equip my diving helmet before I get in the water. Because like, at least then I can swim across. Nope. Right. As soon as you touch the water, it unequips your diving helmet. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Do not like so uh, let's go ahead and get back to our our, our main goal here. Uh, we we are told that the last thing that we need to do is we got to take the last emblem and take it to Source, is how they call it. Yes, um, it is the last town. I, I mean, I guess it's for the humans. It's the place for the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where like the really frou frou sp- smart humans live. It's what, yeah, all the, all the high philosophers. Yeah, the the elite humans they live up there. Um, I did I did take this time uh, as we're exploring to go check out the south area, uh, just to see like okay, there's a there's an area that's covered in clouds that we haven't seen yet. So I flew out to there, and there is a landing spot in this like desert area. But if you keep going to the end, you can fight a bunch of monsters. Um, there's a few centipedes over there, Brian. Um, oh, fun! And eventually, you just find a locked door. We will find out that this is actually where we're going to go through a different route mm-hmm. in a little bit. We'll get to there. Did you did you find a bunch of monsters as in like just the regular creatures that we yes. fought before? Okay. Yes. So we have yes. there are like no direfolk to be seen at all in this game. Nope. Um uh, I'm going re- I'm going to guess it's going to be like the thing we get at the very end. Yeah. Uh, I have a different guess for that, but uh, yeah. So, so I was running around this this section to to get to source, and I came across one of those launch pads, and I was like, "All right, why don't we see? Uh, why don't we check out uh, Yellowbird here, and and um, maybe I'll hop in for a little bit and and fly around and just come back." That uh, game crashed as Yellowbird was trying to land. So. Oh, that sucks. I yeah, actually haven't. I've been fortunate. I haven't had any issues pop up like that. Uh, my so. game. Oh, that's, this is I... the second time my game's crashed in 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 Oceanhorn two. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about that, huh? I yeah. had um, one other crash. Uh, I think it was going into the dungeon where we get the grappling hook, and then I okay. My game crashed when I opened the source gate, so I put the key <laughs> in the source okay. gate, oh. and I waited and I waited and I waited, and then I just had to reset the game entirely yeah so, so uh, maybe that's that it's that oled life i don't get those crashes in ocean horn it says it on the back of the box it says will not crash ocean horn there's no performance we all know there's no performance benefit to the oled one i, I don't know that it's like a it's like um, a switch semi-pro <laughs> so yeah we uh we go through the the cold winter area uh open up a door and that takes us into the source area Oh, they talk about. What? Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I found the uh, teleport spot in here, the little fast warp point. Um, and I decided, let's, uh, let's see how far it takes for me to hit the wall in this void of an area. Oh, um, yeah. About uh, seven minutes later, I gave up. Um, at some point, <sighs> the uh. The section where all the doors are, the, if you look on the map, you'll just immediately be off the map as soon as you get past the last door. The The map only shows the seven or eight doors that are there. I like the idea that your little arrow that shows you on there is on a different part of the UI. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you if you toggle over, you can see yourself, like, walking over where you're the over weapons in the, are. You're over in the settings. Yeah. Um, yeah, eventually, the entire section of because the further you get from the doors themselves it, it there's like kind of a fog around them and that just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it disappeared and at which point i was probably on a treadmill um which is what sure. tiffy's yep. tiffy's guess was too but i don't think you can actually hit the end of it it's just it's you're just basically in the animus you know 
at that point. That's as scary as deep water to me, honestly. Yeah. It is. yeah. I mean, when you're in the, what the hyperbolic time chamber and it just never exactly. ends and you can't find exactly. your way back to the, to the food in the bed area. Um, yeah. So we're in source area. This is a, a frozen, um, town that is just empty with the select few quote unquote statues. These uh, are not living statues. I yeah. What what's the what's that name of the volcano? Uh Vesuvius. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. This this is some some Mount Vesuvius kind of thing. It feels like. Um we do hear Mayfair talks about like what happened here and he's like, do I need to say it? Like it was us getting the their emblem. Like it was us coming here to try to get the the soul emblem and it's like oh there was some some other they they did not cooperate clearly i uh, missed and, that yeah 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 they bring that up where it's just like how does that not stop us dead in our tracks to be like hey guys i think we're the bad guys here yeah <laughs> i mean i already knew that but yeah uh this town like there's a bunch of empty houses uh, there's almost nothing in, in any of them. I think one has a treasure chest. One has a bloodstone in it. Uh, there's, you can get into some of them through the chimney, but one of them literally, it's like you get in there, there's nothing in it. And it's just like, why are you even letting me do this? Mm-hmm. Did either of you find the last, um, bounty? No, I no. read the board, but I haven't found them yet. Yeah. yeah. I just figured, uh, he we were wrong about all of the bounties and um <laughs> and i just let them be it's you know it's like a it's like a cowboy bebop episode you you find out the pathos behind your your bounty and go oh okay you're not so bad so i just i've left all of them alone i don't feel like capturing them um yeah, I I went back and got caught up and did the the four that Jeremy mentioned, and I think this is the last one, presumably their boss, but I couldn't find him at all. So, oh, yeah, I didn't see anything that would lead me towards it. Um, I'm I'm guessing we're gonna have an opportunity, whether it be after we finish quote unquote the game fi- quote unquote finish the game or something that we'll be able to come back to this area because we are cut short on uh ex- exploring this area to a certain point we'll get to some place and then we just sort of get taken out of here involuntarily um there is a uh, one of the houses has a bunch of books in there and there's also a note to archimedes um and there's like a love letter or no well no it's it's a note to archimedes from like his teacher or something like that mentioning about how he doesn't quite understand the stuff that they're talking about in terms of like describing the like the the fragility of our world and how it's kept together through the different realms and all of this stuff. And the arc of and existence. Specifically, he says that Archimedes doesn't understand like the flow of time and yes. like Kronos's yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. Because Kronos is, right. a, is a is a god that is outside of time, and there's we have free will up until the point yes. where Kronos takes away free will for certain things. We have the free will to reach the certain points of the arc that Kronos has. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's, it is. Okay. So the thing, it's not, it's, I don't think it's stupid. I think philosophically it is, it is kind of half-assed in a way. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, and they are just sort of copying. Philosophy. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's like half religious, half sort of uh, a more open-minded narrative of that. Like, you know, if you want to argue what free will is where the, if free will is actually free will. um, And, you know, a lot of religious groups will just say, yes, you have free will and everything, but this sort of takes that to just be like, sure, you can until time's up, and then the gods dis- decide that they're going to interfere and do what yeah, they want to do. Yeah, yeah, we don't so need you to get into like so essentialism and stuff. I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, it's it's ham-fisted, and I don't like it, and I don't think it works. Uh, so what we really need to do is we got to find a key to open a door because it's a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ignoring all of this discussion that we've had, we're playing a, an action adventure game. So we need keys to open doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you find a note where someone says that they left it in the well house and the well house is a house 
where like the only way you can get into there is by going underneath the area. Um, uh, uh, there's a lake that you can go down into. There is a bloodstone near the waterfall mm-hmm. where the lake is. I don't know if you guys do. You guys even care about? I've got like thirty or thirty something of them. I'm I'm at twenty seven, so I'm halfway, and okay. I decided that twenty seven is probably enough. It's a good like, number. It's so I we haven't gotten anything. So I again spoiler for the end of this episode, which we're coming up on. We're not going to get some new item. We still have an open slot. I don't know what that's going to be, but I miss in the first game had a thing of saying there's a bloodstone nearby, and there was something that told you that. We don't have that in this. The bloodstone's oh, right. make a noise, but it's not loud enough. Right. Um. I. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm guessing the shield of Kronos will be our other thing, but that would replace our old shield, I would assume. So I thought we would find that because we use that to beat up. Uh, I was kind of just assuming that the last, like the last thing, would be whatever you get from all the blood shards. So it, they say it's a spell, so I figured that would just be part of our gun. Maybe. I don't know. I, I anyway. stumbled into this this house. I did not see the the note that says it was in a well house. I just oh, it's actually found it. And... No, it's outside. It's in front of the gate. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's on the other side of the key. Uh, the other there's like two little pillars by the staircase. Um. So we we go in and unlock that, and that takes us to the the high philosopher chamber. Um. And this is where it's basically their library. Uh, you, you, we get a scene where they're talking about like, oh, there's all these books here. And then Trent comes across a love letter from Archimedes to Calliope mm-hmm. is how you would pronounce that name. But of course, if old dad screws that up. If you're Mayfall, Mayfar. Um, yeah. And th- he's saying Calliope. all this stuff, but he says Calliope. He also says Gen. Like, does he say gen? He says gen, not gen. Are we being pranked? <laughs> no, no, I, they just, I, I'm convinced that they sent scripts to the voice actors and said, just just send it back whenever you're done. We'll, t- we'll find the so, best, do, do like two or three reads of everything and we'll, we'll take the best ones. Probably. It's, it was just what was cheaper for them. Mm-hmm. So I want to run through a lot of this stuff because Let's we've go. got a lot of things here that are thrown onto us and that aren't really, as far as I can tell, that important. <laughs> this love letter talks about Archimedes telling Calliope to, 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 she's cheating on her husband. <laughs> like At this time, they were talking about she was with someone else. I yeah. believe they said that she was married uh-huh. at that time. To the high uh-huh. philosopher. And uh-huh. To another high philosopher, like like to it's, like to like the big boy, right? Or, yeah, to the guess, high philosopher. Then. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. And that's and that, but that's that's basically it. I do like the um. He's that a winner. She does call. Yeah. Well, she calls him Ark, which I was like, that's a cool nickname. I I I'd like that nickname, Ark. That's a pretty cool one. Uh, that's what I took from all of that because, and no one else reacts to that. It's not like even Trent has this reaction of being like. Oh, I didn't realize or anything like that. Not at all. She has the same reaction I did. She was like, Ark, that's what she used to call him. And that's all she says. I'm just sitting there going like, you didn't, nothing? You got nothing for the, for the, your grandpa, you know, no? Okay, cool. Then we're just going to, let's move on, I guess. Yeah. So after all of that, we leave here, but we have to climb through a window and then old dad is like, I'm not climbing through no stupid window. Figure out some other way for me to get there. Um, and we climb out through there, and then we get another scene. Uh, not really immediately, but it, we're kind of like, it, we're just we're just in an area where it's fenced off, and there's nothing for us to do but to walk up to these giant stones with these carvings on it that have a really cool font to them. It is English. Uh, that, that is the key thing that I took away from this is that the, at the bottom of each of these, they say exile, rebirth, and what is it? Return. Or Um, one of them is, one of them is covered or I thought. No, no, they're, they all say that they all, it's, it, they're very clear. Um, trend makes a point to say that Ark has one of these back at his lab. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw it on the way out. She's familiar with that. Yeah. Because um, because you can read uh, there's there are signs on the inn that I've and the shop 
it shop looks like sh- uh, like with a U sort of, but I've been calling it the mm, shop. Yeah. But the yeah, ship. you can sort of read these signs throughout the game. But it all has alien spaceships on it. Mm-hmm. This is a key thing to, to pay attention to here. Yeah. Uh, Trin says some things, but it's like not. She's just sort of like, oh, I, he was talking about some of these things. Are they coming back? And then suddenly old Mezzi's over here just being like, hey, I'm here, too. Thanks for hey uh, meeting me here. And then we see a bunch of his soldiers like, you know, coming around the back to, to swarm us around. And this is where we get kidnapped. Yay. Um. <laughs> we get kidnapped, and then old dad shows up and is just like, "What happened? You guys, <laughs> you guys hiding somewhere? What's going on?" <laughs> um, then, okay, this is where some framing stuff was weird for me because we get this shot of both ourselves and Trin are in two different cells, but we share a wall. Right? Mm-hmm. We're both sit like she's sitting with her back against the wall talking to us. It's that you know, Cowboy Bebop the movie, yeah. Okay. Um, and she's talking about like all of these things about like, oh, isn't this was funny because we got a couple uh, options to how to respond. And I picked sarcastic ones for both of them, where she talks about like, oh, it, it's it's so important that we embrace nature and we've been ruining it with our machines. And I selected the thing. that was just like, well, machines are cool, too. <laughs> and she's like, I'm being serious right now. No, um, anytime they give. They give us two options. When, when this happens, you know, multiple times throughout the game, when you're talking to Trent, they never give me the option I want. They never give me the like, no, you're wrong. Like you're absolutely wrong, and and I, you don't know, like you're out of touch and you don't know what you're talking about, kind of things. It's always like, do you want to agree with her or agree with her sarcastically or something? You know, <laughs> I mean, that's Zelda, man. That is uh, Zelda. I know. Uh, just don't do we- it. <laughs> She then says something along the lines of, um, if all this didn't happen, do you think we would be together? And the option was just like, yeah, I think so. Or I don't know, or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know. I don't have time for this. Yeah, and then yeah. immediately, what the, the sequence of events for me was, she asked me that question. I was just like, I don't know. There's too many things going on. And then it says, you leveled up. <laughs> I'm like, I picked the right answer. All right. <laughs> Uh, and now we have to escape from this prison that we were in, we are in. Um, we conveniently have barrels and fire uh, next to us where there is a wooden plank in front of a, a passage. Mm-hmm. So even if like you could just chuck stuff around and then accidentally set everything on fire, because yeah. that's what I did. Well, all you gotta do is pick up a flaming barrel, like I, I mentioned very early on in the season, where if you spin around in a circle, it restarts the fire animation, which shoots fire out in all directions because like the first few frames of the fire animation is like a five foot arc of fire shooting out from your barrel. So yeah, we got to do that fun thing again. Uh, But in this, we, we piece, we start to piece back together our gear. Uh, We don't have anything and it's weird on the UI because it'll still show the elements to our gun, but we don't have our gun. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing we get back is our shield after we escape from there. I love how useless these spider bots are, too. They're just so mm-hmm. slow. Like, they just sort of wander around, and you can just, like, easily avoid all of them. Um, they don't even, like, some... signal that something's going wrong or anything like that. They just kind of... No. They're, they're there to hurt you. I had to I had to kill the first two in, like, the, the that you see. Uh, and the reason is there's a treasure chest in another one of the cells that I didn't get yeah. initially. Uh, and yeah. the first spider bot fell into the opening. Uh, so he was stuck <laughs> on top of the opening into the into the area you need to crawl through. Um, Fun. And then you have to throw barrels at him. But barrels will break eventually. And then I aggroed the second spider bot. Um, so I got the second spider bot caught on the first spider bot who was caught in a hole uh, and then just chucked barrels at I, I didn't do this, but I just thought of it now that you, you could have uh, done the parry block if you like just needed to knock them over and stun them I just tried. to get past them. It didn't work. It, it just, the parry system sucks. There's okay. just a delay. Oh, it does suck. 
you there is there is a lag between you hitting your shield and him bringing up in time. Yeah, it is not tight enough. This is not any. This isn't a Devil May Cry. This isn't a Bayonetta. This isn't this yeah. isn't any of those action games like that. Um, and so we get our shield. Uh, we'll eventually find some boulders that we can push around on them, which is just slow and stupid, but in a way that I yeah. like. I just where you're I just, just left surrounded and came by back. them. Well, I was just like circling around this boulder while they'd like chase me around, and then I'm like kind of pushing it on them, just be like get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, I just left and came back and got the treasure chest and bloodstone or whatever was hiding around here. We also eventually get Trin's glaive, uh, which you can use as a sword. So you can throw it like a boomerang, and you can use it as a sword. So we have a sword, and we have a shield. And we have a ranged attack now. Uh, we don't have all the things that we had before, but we have uh, enough to get by at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as, as we keep going, uh, as we keep going, um, we then get we then get a cutscene that is very Star Wars to me. This was very much Princess Leia being tortured for information. That's what it felt like to me, at least, mm-hmm. because the scene starts with just suddenly Trin is in a different location, like we left her just a couple minutes ago in that cell. And now she was put into this like, I don't iron maiden looking kind of cell thing with the spikes on the inside. So she doesn't move. Right. Um, and then Mesmeroth comes in and basically this is where, yeah, we're getting even more sort of star Wars things here. I had said this before. Um, it, trend is kind of like our sister, uh, in a way because the, uh, Mesmeroth goes and describes that both her and our main character are from the alien race. Uh, what? No, he doesn't even say that. He says, your spirits birthed through the beacons via orbs or something to Orb. that effect. It makes no sense. So, so what I took from this as when we're in the beacons of the other races, they're like, hey, this is where our races were created um, initially. And so M- Mesmeroth and Archimedes, it sounds like they found this out independently of each other, decided to try to do that based with on what they know. And so Mesmeroth seems to have made us. Archimedes also seems to have made her because... Uh, so we're cousins. Co- Maybe co- we're not brother and sister, but right. we're like cousins. We're, we're we're an experiment to see if any of that lore was true, and Calliope got a daughter out of it. But you're also like it's unclear because when he was talking, when Mesmeroth was talking about Jin previously, before he turned them back into the Dark Apostle, he was going on this whole tangent about how. You can pull spirits from the other world through into this world and do blah 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 blah. And then he's like, "That's kind of like how I, I saw Jen die and I saw his spirit leaving his body, and that's why I was able to stuff it into the robot because I was like right there mm-hmm. watching him, watching it happen." So it's like, yeah, not even that they're we're cousins. We're just like some spirits ripped from this other realm into an orb into a human. Yeah. Form. But we are referred to as we are awoken ones. That was the that was the name that they used for both our main character and Trent. Yeah. That we mm-hmm. are both from this and we are special in that way. Yeah. Uh, it isn't just that this is where all of them came from and we happen to be with that. We are different from the other humans here. And it's something that is special between the two of us. Mm-hmm. We're uh, both Anakin. You know, there. So I am I am torn on this where. A lot of this kind of high-minded lore was in the original Ocean Horn, but it was all in books. Like you had, like there was a point that you get to the one floating island thing, and there's a library there, and you could read a bunch of stuff about the war and about that. And you talked about like there was time travel in there, but that was not a part of the actual game. That no. was just a, a little. There was a little thing that that fattened it up around the sides. I like that they are making a point to be like, this is going to be part of the game this time, but it's still just like, man, you have so much going on right here. And it still is, doesn't change the fact that this cutscene is going to be over and I'm going to go and push buttons and collect keys and open doors. Yeah. Like it doesn't really change what's happening here. I'm still going to be doing the same kind of stuff. I think 
cool that they tried to address it, but they're doing way too much. And I think the 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 whole thing about the prequel is it's turning the original on his head where Mesmeroth was just this random evil dude who showed up. And it's like, no, there's more going on. And Archimedes and the Grand Corps were maybe a bad thing to begin with. And I think that's like the interesting story point. All the stuff about aliens and ghosts and orbs is just extra. It's too it's much. Too much. And like, if they were going to do that well, great. But they're not going to do it well, and they're not going to do it justice. And it's not really adding much. I feel. All all, all it adds is that Archimedes is in over his head. And we need something. Mesmeroth can't stop him with what he has, so he needs to find something strong to help him, which also puts him in over his head. But then they feel the need to like really define down what it is that is that is outside that that Mesmeroth is pulling from, that everyone's pulling from, I guess. But yeah, it's. I think I think they go like a little too many layers deep uh, with 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 setting up the world. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, after all of this stuff, he explains that and is just trying to be like, look, I'm just telling you, your grandpa is a bad guy. Okay. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go and summon the giant orb. Uh, <laughs> and he, yeah. he gets out here to, he gets, he comes out here to go and ponder his orb. Uh, he, yep. he summons Triloth, which is this, this giant sphere. And it's a, it's a, weird looking cutscene because he's just like standing there and this thing is coming out of the sand and then after that cutscene we are walking on this on this bridge area with that behind us yeah. like it's like it's the blood moon or something like that right but this is where we're going to wrap up the episode we got out of prison we saw some things the next episode <laughs> we're going to be beating the game probably yes we're in the next episode we're going to be beating this game I certainly hope so. I, I don't know how much not not that like I'm sick of playing this game, but like how much more crap could they be like hiding from us? <laughs> That's I mean, all. Jeremy yes. and I did discuss that there is a there's a underwater we haven't been to the human beacon for one. Mm-hmm. Uh there is an entire underwater dungeon that we have not gone to. Um we don't know if it's a dungeon. There's an underwater there is shrine a, there, that could be a dungeon on a secret island yes. that we have not gone to. Even if yes. it's a dungeon, the dungeons are not very long. No. But I want more. I just... I. Sure. We'll, we'll talk... Well, I'll, I'll talk about this at the end of the thing. Whatever. Sure. Uh, so, go ahead. Do that. Beat the game. Roll credits. Find some things. Maybe if you want to collect all the bloodstones, go and do that. I might try. It depends on if how much of a task that's going to be uh i'll let you know maybe what that either way i'll figure out what it is that we get from there but do that find all that stuff have some fun meet back here we'll talk about on chat of the wild gaiden 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 gaiden's gaiden gaiden